Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. We're going to take, just for a few moments, uh, you to God's Word, to a passage in the Old Testament in 1 Samuel 30. And we're going to speak to you from the subject, encourage yourself. I don't know about you, but every day I need encouragement. And we're looking at a passage where David, one of the kings of Israel, needed to encourage himself. In fact, you may not know this, but a little bit of Old Testament history for you. King Saul, the first king of Israel, was actively trying to kill David. I'm talking about the shepherd boy who killed Goliath, who would become the second king of Israel. And David's on the run. And while he was running, fleeing for his life with 600 men who had kind of gathered around him and their families, they were actually living in the territory of the enemy of God's people, a group of people called the Philistines. And while they're in this territory, they're still trying to do battle uh, in the name of the Lord. And yet the king of the Philistines recognized, okay, David needs a little spot to camp. And he gives him a city called Ziklag. And it's a city that David ends up ruling for 16 months. And yeah, the story I unfolds actually, from there. I actually told my boys this Bible story the other night. And I just love, the story is so vivid. You know, they're living with the Philistines, but I was like telling them like, they're living with King Achish and, and he's the king of the Philistines and he has like a scar on his eye and like has a massive sword on his back. Insight. And he talks like, you know, like this and like, you know, just kind of this, you know, adding he's a little British. fun to it. Yeah, yeah he's, he's British, all right, he's British. So, <laughs> but telling him this story to kind of bring it to life for them. Uh, and Dave, cause David's living in this town, he's attacking the Malachites. Then he's coming back and lying to this king about where he was and what he was doing. And then finally, King Achish is like, you know what, you're so awesome. Like, I'm gonna take you and we're gonna go fight Israel and you're gonna fight for me. And I think David might've been like, uh-oh, like this is, yeah, this is yeah. gonna get awkward. Well, turns out they didn't want David fighting with the, the other Philistine kings because there's five Philistine kings. They're like, hey, this guy's not gonna fight with us. They sent him back to Ziglag and that's where it gets a little crazy. We pick up the story there because as David and all of these warriors who have gathered around him return to this town where they've left their wives and their kids. It says this in 1 Samuel 30 and verse three, when David and his men returned to Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire, their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. Can you imagine that? I mean, okay, stop right now. Think about this. You came home from work today. Your house is burned to the ground. And not only that, your family has been kidnapped and they're being held hostage. I mean, what kind, of, what kind of mental space would you be in? What kind of mental framework would you have? What would you do in that moment? Here's the amazing thing. David, in 1 Samuel 30 in verse six, encouraged himself in the Lord his God. What did he say to himself? The answer is, we don't know. But we do know what he said to himself at other times in other places. That's right. The cool thing about the book of Psalms is a lot of the Psalms were written by David. And so you get a bit of an idea of what his prayer life looked like, the way that he would encourage himself in the Lord, the way that he would talk to himself, the way that he would bring his problems to God. 
And a great Psalm that gives us a picture of this is actually Psalm 103, starting in verse one. It says, praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Who is David talking to? He's talking to his own soul. What a great word for us. If you're walking through a hard time right now, that what do you need to do? It's not just about looking at your problems. It's not just about looking at what you can bring to the table, but it's reminding yourself of who God has made you to be, who God's called you to be, and what His Word That's says. Right. That's and you sometimes right. gotta turn to your soul and say, I'm gonna preach my sermon to my soul to say, God is good, and I'm gonna praise His name. He says, praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. And I love this, forget not all his benefits. You know, sometimes when you're walking through a hard time, it's important to remind yourself of all the good things God has done for you, all the promises that are for you, all the ways he does help you, forget not his benefits. You know, human nature is to forget, but you don't wanna forget the benefits of the Lord because it reminds you of His goodness and that He's gonna help you whatever you're walking through today. You know, he starts to list off the benefits of the Lord. He says, who forgives all your sins. He forgave you, He made you clean, He made you right because of Jesus who heals all your diseases. Our God is a powerful God. He cares about what you're walking through. He's able to heal. His power is real and present and available. Who redeems your life from the pit. I love that. If you're in a pit, God can redeem you from it. If you're like, man, I'm low. Man, Brandon, if I told you how I got here, you'd be like, man, that's bad. I'm in a pit. He redeems your life from the pit. And he crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things. So your youth is renewed like the eagle. So powerful. It is incredibly powerful. And all of that, David is saying to himself, but that's not all he says. In fact, if you skip down to Psalm 103 and verse eight, look at this, the Lord is compassionate. He starts telling himself about who God is. The Lord is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. Now, just pause for a moment. Have you heard that verse before? Just, I can't see you, but raise your hand or put it in the chat. Now, Come on, put an emoji in the chat. Say, I've, I've heard that verse before. I wanna ask, are you sure? Are you sure that was the verse? Like, are you exactly sure it was a good Psalm question. 103? Are you sure? Or, 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 or could it have been Psalm 8615, which says, but you, Lord, are compassionate and gracious, God, slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. Or was it Psalm 145, verse eight? The Lord is gracious, compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. Because here's the thing, David said the same thing repeatedly over and over and over again. And that's a great lesson for every single person, all of us, that we need to put the Word of God in our mouths, in our hearts, in our minds, not just once, not just twice, but over and over and over again, every single day, speaking the truth of the Word of God. And that's exactly what David was doing. He was repeating the words of God. 
Exodus 34 verse 6 says, He, that's God, passed in front of Moses proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. When David was stressed out, when David was worked up, he fell back on what God said. And that's what changed the way he thought. That's what began to change his circumstance. He encouraged himself in God. That's so true. And there are some people who are watching right now. And here's the thing, you don't feel like your situation is that different from David's in the sense that you're stressed out, you're worked up, you're overwhelmed, you're discouraged. Maybe you clicked on tonight, you're watching somewhere around the world and it just feels like everything about what you're facing is upside down and you don't know what to do. And you're tempted to have different words in your mouth. You're tempted to vent your discouragement, to vent your frustration, to just talk about how overwhelmed you are. I want you to know that God brought you into this online service. He has you here on purpose for a purpose. And it's so that you can take a hold of God's word and encourage yourself in the Lord tonight, just like David did. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're up against, God sees you. God cares about you. God loves you. God has a plan for your life. God knows exactly what you need. And what you need to do in this moment right now is just to begin to encourage yourself in Him. Say, God's got it. He's for me, not against me. He's gonna help me. He's gonna strengthen me. He's gonna work this out where I don't see a way. He's gonna make a way. And so here's what I wanna do. I wanna pray for you. Wherever you're watching from, if you find yourself in a season, in a set of circumstances where you just don't know what to do, and yet tonight you're saying, God, I need your help. God, I wanna look to you. God, I wanna encourage myself in your presence based on who you are. Would you just put your hands out in a posture of receiving from the Lord? And let's do that right now. Let's start by acknowledging who God is and then asking for His help in the situations we're facing. Father God, we thank you that you are who you said you are. Lord God, that you are gracious and compassionate. You're slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. God, you see your people tonight. God, you see every person watching. God, you know what they're facing. And God, you stand ready, willing, and able to meet them at their point of need. God, I pray for those who are concerned about the relationships that they value and that they love, the people around them they care about. And it seems like there's so much turmoil and chaos and they don't know what to do. Lord, I pray that they would encourage themselves in you, that you care about everybody in that situation. You love them, you see them, and you're a God of restoration. Lord God, where there's financial needs, Lord God, that you own the cattle on a thousand hills. Lord, there's no end to your supply and you're able to meet them right now in Jesus' name. You're able to not just encourage their heart in this moment, but supply exactly the things that they know they need. And Lord, we pray over those who, as they think about their future, they're concerned, they're stressed out, they're worked up. And yet, God, you wanna meet them right now. If they need healing in their body, you're able to touch them and restore what's broken, hurting, what's caused pain and heartache. Lord God, you're the God of the miraculous and the supernatural. Lord, I pray that they would remind themselves of who you are and Lord, then anticipate what you're going to do because great is your faithfulness. Jesus' name. 
Lord God, you're faithful, you're wonder-working, you're mighty, you're able. Lord God, so we bring all of these things to you. Lord, we encourage ourselves in you tonight. And we pray all of it in the mighty name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, yes, who's able to turn any situation around. Yes, we thank you for it and we worship you tonight. Come on, let's worship the Lord.